All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lion Bowl Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and featured titan from today, all the way from beautiful Cincinnati, none other than Mark Perkins. Mark, it's an absolute honor and pleasure, my friend. A thrill to have you on the show. I cannot wait to dive in. Thank you so much for taking the time. Love it. I'm super thrilled. Um, I'm pumped to be here. I'm, I'm really excited about the conversation and um, just growing through this with you today. So thanks for having me. Oh, uh, gosh. And everybody out there, I know this is live, but prior to we were in the, as, as they say in the technical term, green room, even though it was just Mark and I hanging out before we hit the live button. We had an episode 2.0 already. We were chatting for 30 minutes. So I apologize. We we're a little late today, but I cannot stop hanging out with this man. So I, I'm assuming this is going to be a slightly longer episode and you're welcome. I just want to say you're welcome ahead of time because Mark is incredible. Mark, I do want to dive into the series of questions, get everybody out there to know who you are, where you're from and your whole story and dynamic and really just dive in. So the first question being, I guess, telling everybody a little bit about yourself. Who is Mark? Where do you come from? What got you into the business? What's your progression into your career with where you are to today? Uh, just kind of your story. Love, love to hear it. I want to keep it to two minutes, right? Uh, no, no. <laughs> you know, I think that, um, so I want to first start by saying, you know, the inherent nature of podcasts, we talk about us and our experience and what we've done. So I never like my story just to be about me. But I think that's how we help lift others up is by sharing what we've done, our story and, and how we've gotten here. And so I really fundamentally don't believe I'm that different than all of us as a citizen of this country, the world that says I'm a normal person. I'm a simple guy. And a lot of people roll their eyes. They're like, whatever. OK, well, maybe the things that I've achieved professionally, maybe those don't seem small and simple. However, the way that I've gotten there is a very normal and simple explanation of how we live life. And so wow. I grew up, um, I'm sitting here in Cincinnati, but I'm really in Northern Kentucky, but it's Cincinnati's right downtown. And so mm. it's really the core of like where the Midwest meets the South. But, you know, I grew up from this office I'm sitting in um, 15, 20 minutes from where I'm at now. I've traveled the country, but I grew up, it was country then. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice a little bit. Where's that come from? But I, I grew up I country. It. I grew up across from a farm, um, but I grew up a lot of what a lot of people would consider poor, you know, financially. And, but it didn't feel that way. And so um, wow. had the same challenges as a child that almost anybody has just looked differently. Had a great mom, had a father that wasn't the best, that didn't set the best example, but you take the best from it. But yeah. I even did education in a very non-traditional way. Um, wow. Came out of high school, went to college, was not enjoying it all at a local university. Grades were horrible. And I had this opportunity after a year of college to go work for a retail company. So mm -hmm. a small little retail company, I won't name it, but a lot of it's one of those cool ones. It's still around. Okay. And it was really small then, but I just moved to the middle of Iowa out of nowhere at 19 years old. Mm -hmm. And so um, never had driven a rider or a U-Haul, pulled my car on the back of it and went to Iowa and worked for six or seven months. And then there's the next five years story of the next five years of my life. And it was right place, right time around great people with great opportunities. I then started helping growing this, um, this retail company nationwide. And wow. so made it back to Cincinnati at 24, 25 years old. And I went back to college. I was in an evening class, an adjunct, adjunct professor, professor who had connection with, he says, 
hey, what do you think you're going to do? I'm like, oh, I'm burnt out in this retail thing. I have no clue what I want to do with my life professionally. And I said, what do you think I should do? I can still see this class. I still know the guy. He said, you should be in commission sales. And I said, all oh, commission sales people have always said that. He's like, oh, you have a charismatic personality. And so I said, oh, commission sales, what do you think I should do? He's like, ah, go get your real estate license. Wow. That's simple. <laughs> and so then I went, okay, I got my real estate license. And I just went through that path that everyone else that thinks about getting their real estate license. And so what the story, my story and the evolution of where I'm at here now, 16 years later, from that moment that adjunct professor says, get your real estate license, is that I had to travel the same path that 1.4 million realtors nationwide had to travel. And I didn't have a greater purpose to be in real estate. There wasn't this thing where I'm going to be some millionaire. And so what I tell people all the time is that you don't have to start out with your passion. Hmm. You just have to make a choice to do something, work really hard, and then passion will evolve within it. If you go all in and you really embrace the opportunity or whatever you're going to do, I don't care if it's working at McDonald's. I don't care if it was like me getting a real estate license, right? Whatever you choose to do, go all in. And after things slow down, 18 months, 24 months, if you're a purposeful person um, and I think you treat people well and you're all about living a better life and um, you're just a good spirited human, you're going to find purpose in almost anything you choose to do. Unbelievable. Yeah, so, Mark. What, and so then, yeah. then, you know, pivot and what we're doing here and stuff. I think we have some tremendous purpose inside this company, um, not to be an interrupter, but I think there's some no. things fundamentally in the real estate business that um, that we're willing to raise our hand and say, OK, that's us. Let's go. Hmm. Well, I, and, and Mark, I, I want to mention that because that that story of you sharing, again, who you are and where you came from, your progression of your life is, is really setting that foundation for, for us to continually get to know you deeper, which I think is the, the whole point of these uh, you know, episodes is really to understand that everybody comes from a different place and a walk of life. And these are very uh, you know, specific decisions that are being made to go in a direction. And, and those are your choices. But with that being said, I'm so glad that that professor had that thought. And because look at it from there, like you said, to 16 years later and everything that you've accomplished and all the goals that you set and absolutely crushed and all the people that you've helped grow and change their lives. It's, it's incredible. And I guess if anybody takes anything away from that is you never know what one conversation could turn into what one kind word or what what negative words can turn into. And um, it's kind of that in my mind, Mark, it, it is like a ripple effect, right? That one, that first drop, and then it just keeps going and going and going. Um, I guess to that point, though, I would love to dive a little bit deeper from that very beginning pivotal moment to all the way up to where you are today, 16 years later. What did that look like in the, the progression of your career? And then why pivot? I definitely want to know more about on that end too. So back, let's rewind 16, 16 years. That, that'd be great. Oh, um, <laughs> so this is actually um, good for me to go through. Because yeah. uh, I don't take time to slow down often hmm. and to go back and think about 16 years and, and not just the things that we use this term, what we've accomplished. It's not just what yeah. we've accomplished. It's, it's the path that we've led. It's all the choices we've made. And then you start to reflect in this moment that I am now all the struggle, the struggle, the pain, the sacrifice. And um, like I'm feeling, I'm going back there. And I think that um, 
when it started when I was 25, when I got my real estate license, 25, 26, I love the path that I've gone down because there's mm-hmm. major struggle with all these hurdles. Like if someone's 25 or 26 year old, years old and obtains a real estate license, that's tough. Uh-huh. And there's so many tough things about it. Not that other thing, but if you're 25 years old and you go take an entry level position, I don't care if it's for P&G here in Cincinnati or some big company in Colorado Springs, there's mentors there. There's one job. Uh-huh. You sit at a cube or now sitting at home or, and you have a very linear, small path that here's your job, go do it. Uh-huh. When you're 25 years old and you obtain your real estate license, everyone that you're trying to obtain credibility from to represent them in a transaction is older than you. They have mm. all done things that you haven't done yet. Right. Because they've, they're in a position to buy a home. And so for you to gain their confidence, to present yourself as someone who's able and capable to represent them better than anybody else in the marketplace, um, mm. you have to develop some skills really quick. And there has to wow. be some tenacity. You have to be willing to fail forward. You have to be mm. willing to accept this. That you're going to hear a lot of no's. And the no's aren't personal. So I look at those first two years yeah. that... I'm glad that I wasn't scared. I'm, I'm glad that um, I didn't think about those things too often. And I think if I could help the younger agents that are coming into the industry underneath our leadership or, or with other brands nationally, if there's some serious walls stacked against you, if there's some hurdles you're going to have to clear, we have to stop focusing on those. And so I think I, was, I benefited at 25 and 26 for not having this doubt in myself that I see a lot of people have. And they're focusing too much on all the challenges they're going to face. And so wow. there was a lot of struggle then, but it didn't feel like it. Okay. The struggle, the, the struggle really came after I came up with this brilliant idea to start this. Um, it felt so brilliant in the moment. The name oh. was so purposeful, mm-hmm. but I started it three months before the housing bust in 2007, 2008. Wow. Unreal. And, um, Man, I was three to four weeks away from being completely bankrupt. <sighs> Unbelievable. Right? So you start out with this hope and this dream. And, and what I, the, the message to entrepreneurs, whether it's somebody starting a brokerage or starting another company, mm-hmm. it is essential that there's purpose behind what you're doing. Right. Because if not, um, the struggle, the hurdles, all the adversity, it'll get you. And that's why there's so much failure mm-hmm. within business. And um, on those nights when it's all you, when you had to work till two or three in the morning and you get uh-huh. to go and get two hours sleep and you have to come back in and bills and expenses are looking you in the face, there has to be something that keeps you going. And so wow. not to keep going too much, you, you can get into more questions. We can go back and forth, but no, this is great. This is great. But, but then those in 2007, when, when I came up with this idea of pivot, there was a purpose behind it. I felt that when I was in real estate, I worked for the largest real estate company in Cincinnati when I obtained my license. Okay. And I just felt there, I would never say the name of the company. I would never disparage anybody. They had, they've achieved a lot of stuff. They were number one in our marketplace for a while, but Mm. I just felt the same things there that so many people, you hear them in corporate America, you hear it in real estate companies. I was a number. My customers Mm. felt like a number to the brand. I felt like a number. It was all about the bottom line, about profit and loss. Every time there was an opportunity where I wanted to try to make a difference and do something different, I hit roadblocks from the brokerage every time. Wow. Yep. And so I was highly successful really quick Hmm. on a six-figure path within 18 months. Wow. Doing all these unique things that a young person doesn't do. It was only special Hmm. because of my hard work and intensity. But then I realized I had this moment. So I had this breakup. I had all these things in my life. 
I dated someone for six or seven years. I had this breakup and I was like, I think I was like a sobbing heartbroken mess. Oh, bummer. Right. That none of us ever think we're going to go through. Yep. And out of all that, realizing the company I was working for wasn't very inspirational. They weren't purpose driven. Mm -hmm. Having turmoil in my personal life, which looking back, how much turmoil was it? You get over those things. Right. And I, I knew at that moment I wanted to stay in real estate because of the relationships I had made. And I felt like I was truly able to impact people's lives. Hmm. So I said, real estate's for me, but it's not being done in a purposeful enough way. And what wow. I meant, what I meant by that was, is that I didn't feel I looked around and it wasn't just that company. I looked around and I'm not kidding. I looked at every hmm. broker broker in Cincinnati is a top 35 marketplace in the country. Mm-hmm. There wasn't one brokerage that had the attributes and cared about the things that I thought we should care about on a grand enough scale that I could go work at. Unreal. And so by default, the name pivot arose because I feel felt then and still feel this industry needs a hmm. fundamental pivot away from the things it's always done and what it's been sure. towards really caring about people and the consumer and our job, our fiduciary as agents And way too often it becomes about how much money are we making? What are the commissions? Look at the cool lifestyle. And so the beginning of this company, then even though it was purposeful and I'm doing it for the right reasons uh, for the first five or six years, man, it was a complete struggle. Unbelievable. And and Mark, as you mentioned that, I know there's so many people that are feeling the emotion uh, about your story, because I know that there is a lot of professionals that have gotten into the business, as you stated, and whether you're into real estate or you're a business or entrepreneur, you know, professional, it's that same leap of faith. And, uh, you know, when you talk about being three weeks, three weeks away, and you know, gosh, so many people would just throw in the towel. So many people would say, you know what, now's the time. What, what other signs do I need? But you just, you kept pushing through, you kept moving forward. And what, what was that driving force, Mark? Like if you could, if you could take yourself back to that moment in your life and, and not to, you know, add salt to the wound, that's not the intent, but to, to really just let everybody know what, what were you thinking? What were you feeling at that moment? Because I have really have a feeling that there's somebody out there listening or watching this right now. And they're in that exact same spot. And 50,000 people, Greg, look how many businesses fail all the time. So if I go back to that moment, I don't think I had intelligent thought around it. I was a much younger guy. Wasn't nearly the leader. Maybe that I've developed attributes now wasn't impacting people's lives as much. I think I had myself and one other agent or two that I had recruited. Um, <laughs> and so I wasn't going to quit. Mm. It wasn't an option. I love that. And so going back, when you don't have a backup plan, and there's so mm. many different opinions based upon this topic, and the people that right. love us in our lives are like, what are you going to do if? Mm. I couldn't allow those people into my headspace mm-hmm. because I'm a guy that, you know, they're like, hey, don't burn any bridges. Okay, I don't want to burn bridges individually, but here's, here's the thing. If you choose to go over a bridge to go conquer some other space or some other area that you've never been and conquered before, you better burn the bridge behind you. Hmm. And the reason why you burn it is because you don't want the option to go back. Right. I left that for a reason. Hmm. And so because I knew from the previous 24 months in the business that I could succeed just being a realtor and that also the business from a purpose standpoint, needed to pivot and needed Mm -hmm. to drive these principles back to it being about our customers, our clients, about consumers. I felt Mm -hmm. I had to do it. 
And so because of that, you're able to really eliminate all the doubt in your mind. And that's where probably people quit. The doubt creeps in. And so I knew I had to do one thing, even though I was putting in these 18 and 20 hour days. And that was true. Mm -hmm. I really was. I've I've worked those for years and um, I had to work more. Hmm. I had to go find some deals. And uh, even though we couldn't get them closed, I had the only way I was going to survive is to go out and work more, find one more deal, find one more client. I just need one person. Like, let me go find a deal that allows us to survive for six weeks, that allows us to survive for eight weeks. And that's when I said in the beginning, if you're going to become an entrepreneur and you're going to set out on this journey, um, you better have some serious purpose behind you. You better. It shouldn't be about the money because if it's about the money, it's going to be a long time before you start to make the money you're dreaming of. Right. Yeah. And um, it was founded in the right reasons. I guess that's why we're, we're here and we've made it this far and, and the things that we're doing as a company now and the growth. And, and what's neat is then where the story goes, I found even greater purpose multiple years in. Wow. And that greater purpose was the journey I had just come from that I believe there's millions of the same stories that how I grew up, the struggles, the challenges, one great parent, maybe not enough. I, got, I have the stories. And right. um that everyone can just look at this guy and like, Hey, he's a simple dude. He's a simple guy. Like, Oh, that's the path he traveled and look at what the outcome is. And so the purpose I really found years later, once the bills are being paid, once you have a little bit excess revenue, so you can start to do some other growth things and you can start to do strategy and your mind gets freed up from the financial strain. Uh Then I found purpose. And I was like, Oh, let me help others live this same life. Wow. We just happen to be using real estate to do it. And when I say using it is using it as the professional vehicle to unlock yeah. financial independence for people, to unlock, you know, financial freedom. And then we also get to go make these huge impacts. Like real estate transactions are significant. We talked about some personal stuff with real yeah. estate. So if you stick with something long enough and you start out with some purpose, that will evolve. And it's amazing the impacts in people's lives that you can make. If you're willing to fight and go through the struggle yourselves, then you are set up at a very high level to help them go through the same thing. And again, further just inspiration through real action. And, and, and that's what, that's what I love, Mark, our conversation. It's, it's why we were able to just, just chat even well before we went live is, is your information is, is brought through living and breathing and, and experiencing different aspects, but then really just projecting that in, in a way where people can really put it on themselves and no matter what situation they're going through or what they're feeling, just that, that mentality, that story that you said, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up. That's just not even an option. Um, th- there's so many people that they have a hard time committing that hard and, and really just looking at it from that standpoint. But if, if you are in it for the right reasons, you have that, that motivation, that drive, that purpose, as you said, nothing's going to stop you, but yourself. And, you know, things happen to good people, bad things all the time. And, and I get that, but at the same time, you, you, you're, you're living, breathing proof that no matter who you are, where you come from or what your circumstances are, if you want it, you can get it. And, and that's why among so many reasons, I just, I'm honored to have you as a Titan and why I consider you a Titan uh, amongst the Titans, my friend, because it's just, uh, it's fascinating to me. And it just blows my mind. Everything you've accomplished with pivot. I want to talk to you a little bit here about the leadership aspect, because I know that you are constantly growing your mind, you're sharing knowledge, you're helping everybody change their lives very specifically. And as you mentioned through the vehicle of real estate, but there's so much more to it. 
would you mind sharing with anybody who's watching or listening, you know, through your aspect of as you grew as a leader, how you were changing, you know, what, what are some things that if you look back at younger Mark and said, Hey, I wish I did this a little earlier, or I wish I added this into it, or I wish I was doing this more right now. Uh, is there any feedback that you'd give to anybody watching or listening, how to grow, how to scale, anything that they could really position themselves from, from a leadership standpoint to a production standpoint, anywhere you want to go with that? Um, if, I back, if, we're, if, if I get to use that, right, so I'm a leader. Well, what are we? We're a leader of people. We're a leader of, of an organization. And with that be, it comes tremendous responsibility. And I don't think any of us that sound this venture to lead, to grow companies, I don't think we truly understand what the role is when we first start. Hmm. You have to grow, you need to develop. And so I think if I would go back to do it better, a continuous improvement from 14 years ago when Pivot started to then the leader I was 11 years, eight years, I wish that I was more in tune with everyone's living these individual journeys and stories that they're going through in the moment themselves then. And hmm. so now I'm not going to back off on having the tough conversation need to be had. I'm not going to back off on challenging them to be the best they need to be every day and, mm. you know, become the better person on Wednesday than you were Tuesday. But I can't expect them to be me yet. Mm. I can't expect them to make the decisions that I want them to make just because I want them to make. Wow. Even if it's the right decision, even if it's mm. going to give them a better life, it's like, well, okay, maybe at 15, my parents wanted me to make a better decision as a 15 year old too. Right. So maybe, right. maybe, maybe my 10th client when I was in the business, when I was 26 years old, when I obtained my real estate license, I bet that 10th client wishes they had the Mark Perkins of now then oh, right. I was better then, you know, I'm sure it was okay, but I bet, you know, and so to go back and to understand leadership is nothing about me, the leader, not mm. any of it. It's not my story. It's not what I'm mentally going through today. It is truly about sitting down and being them. Like, let me truly put myself in your shoes. And if I really care about you and leading you, and I think this path that I've figured out is going to be a great outcome for you, let me help you get started on it. Let's figure out what you're going through in your life. Like, let me try to bring your mind from where you're at to this place that I think is going to be much better for you to live. And you have to leave judgment in the past. You just wow. have to, you have to eliminate it. I, I can't judge them for who they are, decisions they've made or, you know, how they approach this client or didn't do this right marketing today or screwed up the video. So as a leader, um, I think we have to quit telling people what to do, huh. you know, and uh, wow. lead by example and hopefully people follow. And if you truly care about these people that we're leading, if I really care about them fundamentally, I care about them more than me. Hmm. If I really can find a way to convince myself to pull that off, you'll help change people's lives and, and they'll want to come and join this thing you want to do. And we just have to understand the responsibility that we have. The moment you start a company and you're going to have someone come work this idea and this dream with you, it's no longer about you. Wow. It's not about you. <laughs> and um, I don't think I understood that. Good thing I cared about people and, you know, I inherently wanted to help them, but I didn't understand the, the breadth and the scope of that probably for many years. Wow. A, a, absolutely incredible, uh, you know, perspective into that Mark, and, and what a, what a game changing thought process that you, that you just stated out there. And I, I think that myself and so many others just clicked and, you know, we, we have so many expectations on the people that are around us and, um, you know, we're expecting certain things to happen at a certain level, but everybody is in a different place. And, 
what your words really just shifted my mind right there. It was very, very strong because had several conversation over the years where it's like, well, this is how it's done. And and these are the the aspects of it. And this is what we're looking for the outcome. And what, what's, what's the idea, what's wrong here. And I, and it's, I'm not having a conversation with myself. I'm having a conversation with a completely different person. And how dare I, or any of us to expect them to do exactly how we would do without having the same experience and knowledge into that. And really just putting yourself into their shoes first and really understanding who they are. And it's not about us and it's about their situation. We're there for a common goal. That's a big, big thing. And I, I really agree with you. I don't think enough people understand that and think about that. And boy, just when it comes down to team building and growth yeah. and there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot there, Mark. I mean, and as a manager, it's tough. I think early on when we became managers, what's tough is we do want it done the way we want it done. But then right with that thought, when you evolve, it has to be like, well, okay, listen, this person that I have to do this with, if you want to grow an organization, you better develop other people. You better mm-hmm. develop them from where they are to where you need them to be. And it's like, Hey, we have responsibility. We hired them. If mm-hmm. there's someone that I hired or someone I hired that hired them, if an organization right. I created hired a person and that person's not doing it right, that's our fault. Sure. We hired them. So if they're not doing it the way we want to do it, we didn't vet it right to make sure that they already had evolved to become the employee, be the co-leader, mm-hmm. to be a part of this organization, then that's on us. And so we better double or triple our efforts to try to get them there really quick. Because once uh-huh. you hire someone, once you start a company, once you hire someone, um, I understand it's important as with a growing company, you know, hire slow, fire fast. I mean, all these things, you've read all the books. I get it. Right. Right. But it's like, you know what? You need to understand the responsibility you have because you're interrupting people's lives. (laughs) And uh, I don't think we should take that very lightly. I I just don't. And so the most grueling decisions from a personnel perspective I had to make are when you do have to let someone go. I mean, it feels absolutely terrible. And so when that happens, you better have fought for that person um, the way that inside you think you do. Wow. Oh, well said. And, and again, that just shows your, your passion and your heart and, and a part of your character, Mark. And, and there's, there's a reason why you've had the successes with, with your company and your growth and everybody that's around you. It's because of the, the, the fundamentals that you're mentioning out there that so many people forget, um, you know, and, and you're inspiring every single day. And speaking of inspiration and, and everything that's going on, we're on a podcast right now. So anybody who's tuning into this, they obviously love podcasts. You are an incredible podcast host yourself, my friend. And I, I would love, love, love for anybody who is tuning in and listening to this, uh, whether you're watching it live or you're listening uh, on your favorite uh, location. Mark, I'd love to talk about your podcast and, and get everybody to understand why you created it and what it's about. Um, th- that would really mean a lot if you wouldn't mind talking about that. Yeah, thanks for the shout out. So, um... yeah. I created it just like pivot. I felt that the real estate industry needed to have a pivot away from what it traditionally had been. Um, I didn't create a podcast just to create one. So someone mentioned four or five years ago, even before they, Mark, you have a lot to say. And I, I took that personal. I was like, well, maybe I talk too much. I probably oh, not. <laughs> and so I said, oh, I don't know if that's about, they're like, you have a lot to say. I'm like, I don't know. This isn't about me. But hmm. then I really dug into it. I said, you know what, what I want to do is if I was going to host a podcast, I just wanted to help others. And I said, maybe this mm-hmm. is a way to take this brain that I've developed, this business of pivot 
and the way that I think about things and I've connected to other entrepreneurs and other inspirational people, like let's go out and see if we can put stories together to help other people that want to be an entrepreneur that think they do, that think they know what it takes um, to help them to make the decision should they, or what's it take or what's the path look like? So it was very simple to name. I just said, Hey, who am I? And I went, well, I'm the necessary entrepreneur. I I didn't want to start Pivot. I truly didn't. It was not my goal to start a real estate company. But mm-hmm. if I wanted to stay in the real estate industry and I wanted to work as a realtor and do things what I felt were the right ways, it was necessary that I started a company. And so I became the necessary entrepreneur. So I'm not a guy who's a serial entrepreneur that thinks, oh, let me go start another company and sell it in four years. Like, that's fine. You can do right. it. Go become a billionaire and do it. Chase your dreams. That just wasn't my thing. And so the name mm-hmm. of the podcast was The Necessary Entrepreneur. And what I told mm-hmm. Mike Boyd, who's my producer, he's an agent for us and does a lot of stuff for me. I said, hey, uh, Mike, when you're sitting behind the producer spot at this in this podcast studio, you're going to realize after 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 or 40, 50 conversations as it evolves, you're going to realize it's the same path. <laughs> it's the same story. I don't care if it was a successful real estate company, if it was a successful retail company, if it was packaged goods, if it's a market, it's the same story of struggle. Right. It's the same story of purpose. It's the same story. of change. And so I said, I hope that all these people who become entrepreneurs and start companies, I just want them to fundamentally know when they go into this endeavor, it's going to be freaking hard. Wow. It's going to be really tough. And so I think a lot of the stories they hear about people that came before me, we've interviewed people who were who built great breweries locally. I had the top hmm. mixologist in Cincinnati. She's run multiple bars and people look up to her. I had a guy who started uh, the brand Lids, the headwear company, one of the two founders of, of Lids. Wow. So he drove in from Missouri. And so you hear hmm. all these people and all these stories. It's the same story. Hmm. Yeah, it's neat. It's interesting to hear the story of their yeah. businesses. So as it evolves more, um, it doesn't have to be just an entrepreneur. You know, the term entrepreneur. Um it's just about, yeah, it's just about an evolution and the things that it takes inside of a, a brand, inside of a growing company. And I'm excited what you're doing today. I'm excited being the host of that podcast to get to be live in the moments of these stories and what I get to learn. It's very curious for me. Yeah. But Mark, you can tell because you're just, you're just constantly feeding your mind and, and learning from everybody around you. And, and you can tell that with the passion through the podcast and and again, why why I find it to be fascinating is the most successful people that I've ever met and been fortunate enough to have in my life, that they're the same way that you are. They're exactly like you. They're learning, they're growing, they're sharing, they're nonstop. And they never know it all, right? It's just, you, you can take a bit and a piece from anybody almost that you meet. If you just look hard enough, um, some things are easier, but, I, but what I'll do with that uh, the Necessary Entrepreneur podcast is, once again, everybody subscribe. You got to jump on that and listen to that. Whatever your favorite uh, you know, uh, way where you consume podcasts is going to be there. But I'll have links in the comments down below, but I would encourage everybody to tune into that for sure. And uh, yeah, that's incredible. But Mark, I do have one more question. This has been insane. All the different nuggets and pieces and everything that you've been sharing. And I really feel like I'm, I'm getting to know you deeper, which is the most important thing about all this. And, and again, just inspiring everybody like crazy. But this is the, the tactical side. Uh, there's so many people that tune in to Titans. They want to learn from the best, from the yeah. brightest. They, they really want to have any perspective that way. So you, you've really based it off of leadership and entrepreneurialism and growth and, 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 and trial and tribulation, but then you know constant moving. Uh, if there is a piece of advice for growth, 
if there's a, if you could think of your career up until, you know, today, all the way as far back as you want to, and pick or choose one or two things that you implemented or you added, or, or, or you, 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 you took the time to really apply that you saw the needle move that you saw growth. And we're not just talking about financial growth or revenue, but growth in your life or, or gro- growth in, in, into balance. What piece of advice would you give anybody out there who's tuning in that way for, for, for that aspect? I love, you know, when we read books, mm-hmm. whether it's like a Darren Hardy and the compound effect, which is a substantial book, read Steve Jobs' book and you find out his crazy personality. And he's, you read all these books and um, you take these principles away and you think, wow, if I really implement that like that person, if I live my life that way, will this really happen? I love to go through these moments in my life and reflect and be like, oh, it works. Oh, that's it. And so one of the things that I found to be one of the fundamental truths for my continued growth and success, I think that's the question that you have, yeah. is I look at the three to four to five people that I spend the most my the most of my time around. Wow. Your life resembles their lives. Hmm. And it's not taking anything away from the groups of friends that I used to spend more time with 10, 15, and 20 years ago. Never forget where you came from. Listen, I'm still that country guy who's blue collar, fundamental, hardworking. I'll still get down and dirty and I still do rehab in these buildings. I'll still do that. But there's something about people that have come before us that have succeeded professionally. They've already made the mistakes. They've learned. They understand the things that come out of their mouth through just a basic phone conversation, when you get to go to lunch with them, there are nuggets and tidbits and things that rub off of you inadvertently that you start to apply week after week. And if I've, I've evaluated this over the last three, four, five years, and there are people that have accomplished huge financial things, way more than I have thus far, that I now understand the things they understand. Wow. I know the things that they did to build their companies without me having to do. Hmm. And so what I can do is I can just take it and say, apply. Hmm. I don't have to build the code. And so if you want to go somewhere, if you're a real estate agent and you're selling 15 or 20 homes, it's very simple. You need to go hang out with some people who are selling a hundred. It's, it's literally that simple because you can hang around five agents who are selling a hundred homes a year and they're all going to do it different. Mm-hmm. There might be some fundamental truths about marketing and compounding, but they're going to do it different. And mm-hmm. if you spend time, I don't care, put some signs in yards for them. See if you can go wipe off their desk while they're on one of their massive runs of conversation, negotiating deals, bring them some coffee and hang around their office for 10 or 15 minutes. You need to spend time around the people that are already where you want to go. And if you go do that, you'll be amazed that in six months and nine months and 12 months, the things that you understand that may have taken you five or 10 years. But then the second piece to that is, then you have to implement and take action every day. It's it. Those two things are that simple. And so now my life is evolving to live that same story. Unreal. And so now I have to find the billionaires to hang out with Greg. Hey, you, you and me both, my friend, you and me both. I, I, but I, I think that when you're mentioning that though, Mark, it's, it, it's, it's really, really important for people to, to, to soak that in because 
we, we've heard time and time again from other people, oh, you know, you need to be around these people. You need to do that. So many are fearful. They say, gosh, you know, I can't call a guy like Mark. He's too busy. He's too big. You know, he's got a million things going on. Uh, you know, the most successful people that I've ever met in my life, they want to share. They want others to grow. They want others to succeed. I know that that's how you are. I'm not saying that somebody just calls you up out of the blue and you're going to drop everything. You got a lot going on. That's the truth to that. But if somebody is out there and they're concerned, hey, I don't want to offend anybody. I, I, look, if they don't have time for you, they're either going to ignore you or say no. And if you really want it bad enough, you want to be persistent and follow up. At some point, someone will give back just as they had been given back to. And, you know, just as so many of us are reaching up, there's people that are reaching down. And, and, and I think that we should all be doing that back and forth and back and forth and helping each other. And, uh, but you're absolutely right. Mark is look, you got to ask, it's not going to happen if you don't do the work. Um, and that second point, which is crucial. I mean, you could have everything at your fingertips and you and I were talking about this just briefly before we went live you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. That's thrown around a million times over and over and over again, but it's true. And, and as a top producer and, and as an incredible entrepreneur and leader, you know, that there's certain people that they'll sit in front of you. You'll give them every single golden nugget and proof of concept and pathway, and they're not going to do anything with it. Yeah. And it's, it's a sad reality in the situation, but most people just don't. Most people, they're like, Mark, I want to follow you around for the day. I want to be like you when I grow up. Are you sure? Right. And then you let them and they're blown away at how hard and all this effort. And it's not for everybody, but you're right. I think that so many of us are just scared. And I think, forget it, the fear, just do what you need to do. And you're absolutely right. That'll, that'll change your world. Maybe just to give a little bit, you know how I said, take action, but maybe yeah. you have to earn the right a little bit before that hundred unit producer will talk. Right. Maybe you gotta earn a little bit. Maybe you have to show some effort to actually show because that person has seen so many people that have said it. They've seen so, so maybe they're like, oh, well, here's another one. Well, maybe you gotta earn it. Maybe you have to show them that you deserve it a little bit. And, and mm -hmm. I'll go back, I'm sitting here. I wasn't even thinking about this. So I said, I need to know some billionaires. All right, I had breakfast with one two years ago <laughs> that, you go. that he invited me to breakfast, wow. but it was after I bought a building from him. Wow. And when that happened, he came up to me. I saw him a week or two later. See, I wasn't chasing him down because he, hmm. guys like that, whether he's on his private jet to Vail or his private jet to Key West or going to Europe, hmm. everybody is asking everything from them. And right. so, but here's what he saw. I bought a building from him. It was the first building he built in 1982. And that's the building I'm sitting in now. Wow. When I bought that building, what did that say to him without me saying anything? That guy just did what I did in 1982. Uh -huh. I built it, but he just bought it from me. And what that said to a guy that previously was really successful is he's probably earned breakfast with me without me asking. Wow. And so somebody introduced me to him two weeks later. I just happened to be in the same environment. I'm not a big networker. Hmm. And someone said, hey, this is Mark. You know, he just bought the building. And I was like, hey, and it's not just first name, sir. You know, yeah. Mr. Oh, So-and-so. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. he said, I hear you're a guy I need to go have lunch or breakfast with. Wow. And I went, well, I didn't really know I've achieved those things, but let's go. When do you want to go? And he said, here's mm -hmm. my phone number. Send me a text. So I sent him a text. And even at that moment, as people look at me as maybe a sem I'm a semblance of professional success next to that guy. Wow. Right. And so if I'm, and this is where we have to be really humble about the things we achieve in our life. 
the previous day, I could have been at a lunch where someone saw me as that person. Right. And then the next morning, so I text him and he's like, hey, let's do breakfast. And I heard this about this guy. So he said, hey, I said, hey, when do you want to go to breakfast? He's like, I don't know. I said, well, seven days a week I work. Say something like that to a really successful billionaire who's made all the sacrifices in life. They're going to press you and find out if you're worthy. He said, mm -hmm. how about Sunday morning? I was like, okay, great. What time? How about 6.45 a.m.? I said, okay, let's go. And so, and then we sat and talked for two hours. Wow. The things that I learned at that two-hour breakfast from somebody who was in their late 70s who had come before and accomplished all these tremendous things, um, significant. I had to earn that breakfast. Right. Just because I wanted, I didn't get the right to. And so be careful. I'm not saying go talk to the person who's running a real estate team that's selling 500 transactions. You can probably still get to the 100 transaction person. You mm -hmm. have to incrementally learn from them. But then also what's cool is now I have that uber successful guy's phone number and every once in a while he texts me. Wow. And every once in a while I'll shoot him a text. And he said, man, anything you need, he said that to me, anything you need and I can help you with in the future, don't hesitate to reach out. And so what that means is those people do want to reach down and pull us up. Mm -hmm. Do not be intimidated. Do not be scared, but you better work hard every day and earn it and show those people that you want to learn from, show them you're actually going to do something with it. Unbelievable. I, I love that. It gave me goosebumps when, when you mentioned that, because I, I, I can imagine exactly how that conversation was for you. And, and I guarantee that that gentleman learned as well. It's, it's a two-way street. And, and I think that ultimately, uh, as you had mentioned, anybody who is fortunate enough to have you in their life, Mark, uh, would, would it, I very easily say that they would feel the same way when you reach out to them. What an honor, what, what, what a treat, you know, oh my gosh, I get to have this conversation with this man and learn and grow. And, and again, everybody's at different levels, but to your point, which I thought was very fascinating, as you mentioned, you, you had earned that right by doing what you did, but it wasn't just that singular action. What, what, what I like to look at is what led up to that singular action of you buying a building? It was every single aspect of your life before that. All the work and sacrifice and all the successes and failures to get to the point to be able to buy a building. And now you have the opportunity. So it wasn't just, I mean, you didn't just win the lottery and say, I'm going to buy this building. And now I get to talk to this billionaire. You did a lot years and years and years and years and years to get to that conversation. Years ago, when I said I was three weeks away from being broken bankrupt hmm. to then. And so, but I think, it, and I don't, I don't insult or talk about our previous generations. I'm sure our yeah. parents and our grandparents, like, oh, they're ruined. Our country was <laughs> ruined. Look at these. But we're the, in big trouble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we have issues. And so, but I think the reality is, is there's a lot of people who don't want to hear it. Like we want these, we want the Instagram life. So we want to live this life that the, the jet setters live and we want the big house and the big cars. But this is a fundamental truth and it can't be talked about enough. There's mm. not a lot of people who want to put in the time and the sacrifice to have it. And so that goes all the way back to the beginning of it better be purposeful. And so the other piece to this too, of me sitting mm -hmm. at that breakfast two years ago, and then now we're talking about like what other buildings are we going to buy. But then I, I just thought about <laughs> it when you said it is that, but I thought about all the people in my life too, mm. that, you know, my significant other, how supportive she is of me. Mm. Um, I have a really, the more successful I become, this is what happens because you're so committed, but your world and your nucleus, it does shrink and get smaller because you have limited mm -hmm. amounts of time. 
right? There's no one that gets into my space and my nucleus anymore that isn't a positive influence on my life. Wow. And so a big part of this path of success is through all those micro hardships and challenges that we're going to face, and I'm still going to face, there's something I'm going to wake up to tomorrow and next week that's going to be really challenging. Right. It is essential that you surround yourself with very, very purposeful, uh, determined, supportive, um, positive people in your life that say, keep going. Um, and I think back about that 14 years, that has been just as important about those people that really influenced me other than the top five successful as it has been the own sacrifice I've made. Cause the sacrifice I make, those that I care about me, I'm making it, they're making it with me because they're, they're attached to me. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very important that you have that group of people because everybody's going to question you, Greg. I think about it, this and these emotions are coming up. I think about mm-hmm. when I started the company and all the trash talking, what people say about you and that guy's not going to succeed. What's he think he's doing there? The naysayers, you had them in your life. Mm-hmm. I have them, everybody. And so you better surround yourself with a good core group of people. Then hang around some people that have already achieved what you want to achieve and then make sure you take some action every day and don't quit when the shit gets real hard. <sighs> That was the that was the proverbial mic drop moment, my friend. That was uh, you're so right in so many ways, and and I know that this is just charging everybody up who's watching or listening to this, myself included, because it, it's so inspiring to to really see and hear and and the way that you weave your words and paint that picture is incredible. And, and uh, ultimately, I, I know that there's as you'd mentioned a few people in your nucleus that you allow to get in there and. Hey, Mark, I'm just blessed that we had this conversation. That's all I got to say, uh, that we're able to share it live with anybody who is fortunate enough to hear your words and really get inspired and motivated, whether they're in real estate or not, or whatever their life is turning for them. Uh, it's just absolutely incredible. I, I want to ask you, is there anything else you want to wrap anything? Because I know you and I could talk all day, my friend. You and I could go all day long, but I, I just... Any other closing remarks or thoughts or anything that pops into your head? I know we covered a lot of ground. And if there's something that people really fundamentally feel like they want to do in their life, um, and just go do it. Go do it because you will amaze yourself. If you don't have fundamental faith in the things that you can do as an individual, um, just look at a guy like me. And there's nothing significant in my life that would have pointed to be able to get here And there's nothing directly that you could point to that's going to get to where I know I'm going to be in another three to five years and then where this company is going to grow nationally. And so don't limit yourself by thinking it's not possible. And so I just think if there's something you really want to do, you know, they say the best time to do it's now. (laughs) A better, well, the best time was three years ago, but the the better time's now. And it's so true. And three and five year segments in our lives go by so fast. There's a lot of regret that you could potentially be setting yourself up for in the future that you should just go and eliminate right now. And go do it. And you might fail. You might, you might fail. It may hurt really bad. And, um, but it's so worth it because even sitting here having a conversation with you and you're, what you've grown here and the Titans and the person you've become, my mind grows because of this. But this moment was set up because of something I did six months ago. And then that moment was set up something I did 12 months ago. And so even if something's going to fail, um, and go all in, do something if you think you're going to do it. It doesn't have to be starting the number one company. But go do that thing. If there's something you've figured out that you want to do with your life, go do it. It's incredible the things that you can accomplish. Mark, you are 
a true inspiration when it comes down to it. And once again, I just can't thank you enough for taking the time to share your words and, and, you know, really, uh, bestow your, your leadership and your thought process and, and so many takeaways and, and real levels of implementation, not just for business, but for life. And, and you're, you're a true inspiration. I can't say, I I must've said that at least three or four times. And I meant it every single time. And what I, what I want to say, and this is a very bold statement. I've had a lot of incredible people on here. This is one of my absolute favorite episodes. And, And, and I mean that wholeheartedly and no disrespect to anybody else who's been on the show, but you're, your way of words and delivery and the true intent and passion that comes out. If you're not watching this, but you're listening to it, you got to go and watch it because you'll see his, his expression. It's there. I mean, this man is the genuine article, but uh, yeah, Mark, I can't think. Thanks for letting me be a Titan for an hour or two, two hours of my day, man. This has been great for me, you know? You are a Titan, my friend. You are an official real estate Titan. I will dub that. That that is a badge of honor for yours forever. No one will ever take it away. There's no trophies, no plaques, but it's in your heart, my friend. It is yours. You You are a true Titan. Absolutely. Much appreciated. I couldn't, the platform that you've given us is tremendous to share who we are and the things that we're trying to do and impact people. So thanks for giving us the time and putting in your time to really build this. I'm, I'm excited for our relationship to grow. And then uh, anybody else that we can impact and all the future Titans that we can have sitting here in five or 10 years doing it on our own. Uh, I love it, Mark. I love it. And this conversation is always going to be in my mind and I cannot wait for the next one for sure. And everybody uh, you're, you're welcome. I told you at the beginning, you're welcome, Mark. Thank you. Seriously, thank you. Uh, and everybody else, thank you, as always, for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like here with doing Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe. Everybody knows what to do at this point, but I have to say it. Uh, we, uh, I want to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are in real estate and you're looking to grow and scale your real estate business with digital marketing and advertising, visit lionboltmedia.com. We are live here on Real Estate Titans every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. Catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Mark. Love you, man. Love you too.